Hola mi gente. The moment you've been waiting for is finally here. My brand new book, Financially Lit, is officially out. And I can't wait for you to get your copy. Inside this book, I'm bringing you culturally relevant and relatable personal finance advice that will allow you to finally feel seen, heard, and understood. Whether it's the guilt you feel from being the first person to make it while members of your family are still struggling, or the way that financial trauma manifests itself in negative and limiting beliefs around money, Financially Lit is here to guide you through it all. Just a few years ago, it was almost impossible to find personal finance books written for first-generation wealth-building Latinas. We have been forced to navigate the complicated world of money with a bunch of money books written by old white dudes who don't understand what it's like for us first-gen kids. But that stops right here, right now. Inside Financially Lit, you will learn how to set boundaries with your familia, with your dinero, create and pass on generational wealth, diversify and increase your income, protect yourself from financial abuse, navigate the complicated relationship between amor and dinero, invest like a white dude or better, and so much more. You can get your hard copy and audiobook version of Financially Lit at financiallylitbook.com and make sure to join our email list so you can find out when I'm stopping in a city near you for the Financially Lit book tour. See you soon. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. What advice to finding your root why that will keep you consistently going? I think it's just important to remember what is life going to look like after you have accomplished the thing that you said you're going to do. So if your goal is to start a business that can replace your nine to five income, you have to stay focused on why do you want the freedom that comes with having that business? What is it that you don't currently get in your life that you cannot accept? this being your reality. Like for me, when I was thinking about, I want to start my own business. I want to get the hell out of corporate. My why was I don't want to have people telling me what I can do with my life, what I can do with my time, how much time off I can take, how much money I can make. I want to have all the choices. If I want to go make $100,000 in a month, I want to go make $100,000 in a month. I don't want somebody having the ability to kind of limit my life. It just felt like Fuck that, I'm grown. I don't want some other adult telling me what I can do. I'm not gonna accept that I have to wait till I'm 65 to go and enjoy my life. Who knows if I'm even gonna live that long? So finding out like what that thing is that's gonna keep you going is about what am I losing or what am I giving up by staying here? And what can I do to change shit? It's never about the number in the account or how much money your business is making. It's about what are the choices that I get to make because of me making these decisions to start a business, to invest more money, to pay off my debt. What am I going to gain? I think that's how you stay focused. That's how you stay focused on the why. You're listening to Yo Quiero Dinero, a personal finance podcast for the modern Latina. I'm your host, Janice Torres, award-winning Latina personal finance expert. I didn't always have my financial shit together, but when I started looking for POC-friendly personal finance podcasts, I couldn't find any. And so Yo Quiero Dinero was born. On this show, I'll show you how to make dinero, how to keep your dinero, and most importantly, how to make it grow. Each week, I'm connecting you with the most brilliant minds in the world of money and business 
so you can learn about investing, entrepreneurship, and building wealth. The best part? I'm dishing up all this knowledge with a sassy side of sazón. So if you're ready to be poderosa with your dinero, you've come to the right place. Let's dive in. Before we hop into today's conversation, I want to remind you to follow us on social. If you're loving this podcast and you want more community, you want to find out more about our events and all the stuff that we have going on behind the scenes, you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, YouTube, Instagram, and everywhere else you love to hang out on the internet. If you're loving this podcast, please take a moment to leave us a review if you listen to us on Apple. It's the easiest way to share our podcast with people that you know and love, and it helps us get discovered by amazing listeners like you. So take a moment, leave us a review, share us with your friends and family, subscribe so that you never miss an episode, and make sure to check out our blog, YoQuieroDineroPodcast.com, where you can sign up for our email list and you'll never miss an episode. Plus, you get exclusive invitations to our live events, special discounts for our digital courses, and as always, our best personal finance tips and advice to help you be poderosa with your dinero. Thanks for listening. Now, let's get into the episode. Hola, mi gente. Welcome back to Yo Quiero Dinero. It has been such a long time since I have done a solo episode. And so I want to close out the year by doing a solo episode before we get into December and the holidays. So yeah, we're going to do a solo episode. I'm going to be covering a lot of things. I'm going to be giving you some life updates, some business updates, asking y'all to participate in some stuff and also going to be doing a listener Q&A. But first off, let's start off with what the hell have I been doing with my life? Because like I mentioned, it's been a very long time since I've gone on live and it's been a very long time since I've done a solo episode. So there's been a lot of things happening in the background and I want to let you guys know everything that's been happening. Most importantly, my book is officially written y'all. I wrote a whole ass book this summer, okay? Actually, this year. It was probably one of the hardest things I've ever done in my life. Don't know if I'll ever want to do it again, but I will say that I am so proud of this body of work. I'm so excited for what this book is going to mean. I am so excited for you guys to get your hands on it. It has been probably one of the biggest milestones in my career. And I am so proud of all the work that's gone into it. I am so proud of like what it turned out to be. I can't even imagine. Can't even imagine that my little face is going to be on a whole ass book, y'all. It's crazy. Oh my God. If you guys haven't already seen um, the title and I have teased some of the cover art to some folks in my close circle, you'll be seeing that soon. I'm meeting with the publisher actually this week to start going over the marketing plan for this book. So I anticipate that we will be able to open up the pre-orders by end of year. At least that's my prediction. Obviously, I don't know shit about the publishing industry. I'm a new author, so I'm learning as I go. But uh, as soon as I have more information on when you guys can start pre-ordering the book, I will let you know. Uh, it will be coming out officially in April of 2024, which is going to be Financial Literacy Month. So like, how fucking perfect is that, right? Like, I'm so excited. I cannot wait for you guys to get your hands on this. So that was basically my entire summer, right? My entire summer was writing this book. Um, I had very, you know, tight deadlines to 
adhere to because, you know, every time you delay something with a book, it delays it coming out. So there's a lot of stuff that was going on. And one of the big reasons why I just had to kind of hibernate for a bit. So I ended up going to the Intuit headquarters in Cupertino, California in October. And I got to meet the incredible folks that work on programs like QuickBooks and um, super excited because I did a debut podcast season with them about um, small businesses. It's called Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories. If you haven't checked out that podcast, it's brilliant. Go and check it out. But I got the news that I'm going to be also co-hosting season two of the podcast. So they let us know, me and my co-host, Austin Hankwitz, uh, they let us know at the headquarters of Intuit that we were going to be launching a season two of this podcast. So super excited for that. That's been a really cool project. You know, I've never worked on anybody else's podcast. It's always just kind of been me doing my grassroots thing. So being a part of a big ass brand, you know, like Intuit and working with the folks at iHeartMedia to launch this podcast was a huge experiment for all of us. And it got so many rave reviews. We were number one in the business category on podcasts very quickly after launching. And so they loved it so much that they are having us come back for season two. So that's actually something that's going to be starting to ramp up, I think this month. Because I want to say like the first episode of season two comes out in January. So another thing, you know, fun thing that I'm working on. Super, super cool. And then right after that, I made my main stage debut at FinCon in New Orleans. Shout out to anybody who was there. I loved meeting so many Yo Quiero Dinero followers and listeners there. I got to conquer a huge fear of speaking on a big ass stage, which was terrifying. I've never spoken to that many people in my life. And I was literally like up till the day of, I'm like, why the fuck did I, why did I agree to do this? I hate public speaking. And people that hear that are just like, what? But you're so natural at it. And I'm like, y'all, if you only knew the anxiety, the stress, the, ugh, just, I hate it. I hate it. I love it and I hate it. It's one of those things where I'm like, I love the impact, but the actual thing of doing it is like, it's scary as fuck. Okay. Like, and I don't know if I'll ever be a lover of public speaking, but I know that it's something that comes with the territory. And so I've kind of just had to learn how to embrace it, how to not like psych myself out of shit because it's scary. But that was cool. I love seeing all y'all at FanCon. And I've been quite busy, y'all. Um, not only that, but I've also launched another podcast. If you haven't checked it out already, it's called The Corazon Chronicles. And it's actually a co-hosted podcast with Boo. Yes, my boo. Uh, we have started a podcast about relationships, love, family dynamics, all of the things that like, again, are taboo to talk about in our community, right? Because we don't really learn how to have healthy relationships. We don't learn how to communicate healthily. A lot of how we interact with each other can be somewhat toxic depending on, you know, the family dynamic they grew up with and all that stuff. So that's been a really fun project. And you can tune into the Corazon Chronicles podcast wherever you listen to Yo Quiero Dinero. That's been such a cool thing. Like, and even me learning how to now have a show where like there's two live guests, right? There's two co-hosts figuring all that out. 2023 has been a year where I have had to stretch myself and learn all of these things, you know, because I thought I was out here just like a pro. 
at everything. And it's been fun to like challenge myself and continuously require myself to get out of the comfort zone by just taking on new projects and doing new things. So that's been fun. Another thing I've been up to, and if you follow my food brand or food blog, Delish Delights, you'll see that I'm back to blogging, y'all. I've actually started blogging again for the first time in three years, which has been so incredibly exciting to get back into that space of content creation. And one of the main reasons why I've even been able to do that is because my partner literally was like, you are sitting on a gold mine of content here. I need you to start putting stuff on YouTube. And I'm like, babe, I don't have time for this shit. I don't want to be making YouTube videos. I don't have time to be editing. I don't have time to be doing all this stuff. And he's like, I will film you. I will edit your videos. I will put them on YouTube. But I need you to get in front of the camera and start doing this shit. And there you go. That's literally how the conversation started. So shout out to Boo and all the partners out there who are like encouraging their significant others to go after their dreams. We love those types of relationships. And I wish that for everybody. Okay. So I'm back to blogging. I am now creating YouTube videos of my recipes. If you want to check that out, go on YouTube, delishdelights.com. That's been so fun. And he, I mean, it's, I've seen the results already. Like, the subscriber counts going up, the website traffic going up, the ad dollars going up. And it's just like, look at me out here playing small. And I needed a third party to come and tell me, girl, I need you to get to work because there is stuff here to be created. Love that. Okay. What else? Oh, I am teaching Zumba again, y'all. I'm, I'm loving like reconnecting with all these things that I had stopped doing for a while. So I stopped blogging back in 2020 just because I was ramping up Yo Quiero Dinero and focusing on growing that. And so I'm teaching Zumba again too, which I had stopped doing during the pandemic. And that has been so fun because it's one thing to take classes as a student. It's another thing to, again, stretch yourself and put yourself out there in a different way. And so as a Zoom instructor, you know, I had to get comfortable being in front of people and directing folks and, um, you know, learning new choreography that challenges me all the time. And it's been a lot of fun. It's been a lot of fun to go back into the classroom, aka the gym and uh, dance and twerk with people. So if you find yourself in the Pinellas County, Florida area, and you want to come dance Zumba with me, send me a DM and I'll let you know where I am lurking. Okay. All right. So on top of that, I am also moving. So my lease is up December 24th, Christmas Eve. So I'm moving. I'm not moving out of state. I'm just moving to a different city, but that's been exciting. And it also means I have been having to reconcile all the bullshit that I have in my house and get rid of stuff. And every time that I move, it reminds me of like why we should be minimalists. Because putting shit in boxes is exhausting. And so I've been very intentional about not keeping things that I have not been using. I've been putting stuff on Facebook Marketplace and just downsizing my life because it's just weird. It's crazy how we accumulate so much bullshit in the process of living life. And so I'm just like purging. I feel like I'm in the final stages of letting go of all of the shit from the past, including where I live. I'm ready to go. I'm ready to start fresh. Super excited about that. 
Okay. So I think those are all my like personal life updates and business updates. I do want to remind you before we go into the listener Q&A that we are having our Black Friday sale this month and it's going to be epic. So if you want to get early access, I'm talking two days before it gets access to the general public, I need you to go to yoquierodineropodcast.com slash Friday and get yourself on the wait list. Why? Well, you're going to get access two days ahead of time. And that's important because the first 50 people that sign up for, I'm doing a bundle where you can actually buy my two courses for the price of one. Never, never done this shit before. If you are part of that first 50 people that sign up, you're going to get three months of live group coaching with me. I have not done group coaching live all of this year. So if you want to work with me and you've been sitting on the sidelines and you're just like, I just want to work with Janice, but I don't know how, this is your invitation. Go and sign up for the wait list. YoQuieroDineroPodcast.com slash Friday. And you will hear all about it before anybody else does. Okay? I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online store shop phase to the first real life store stage, all the way to the, did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. What I love about Shopify is how no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash dinero, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash dinero now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash dinero. All right, so... Let's see. I want to start off actually with this article that I received this morning, which was very interesting about side hustling. Okay. Because people are always asking me, what side hustle should I do? What side hustles can actually replace my job? Right. Because there's a million different ways to make money, but like, what are those ways to make money that you can actually realistically replace your nine to five income? 
So let's go over this list. This is an article from gigworker.com and they put together a list of the highest earning side hustles that you can adopt, which have the potential to generate enough money to replace your income. And this is interesting. So over the past five years in the United States, there has been a 163% increase in searches for side hustles, a 168% increase in best side hustles, and a 729% increase in money-making side hustles, according to Google Trends. So obviously there's a lot of people that just want to know how the hell do we make money? We need to make extra money, right? People's pockets are hurting. The cost of living has gotten more expensive. And there's a lot more people who I think are just like tired of the paycheck to paycheck lifestyle, right? It's not a lifestyle. It's like fucking exhausting. Learning how to make money is super important. Okay. All right. So let's talk about this list. So the first option on this list from gigworker.com is becoming an online instructor. And I fully endorse this. Okay. This is a course creator. This is somebody who sells digital courses or who does coaching, somebody who is teaching people online how to do something. And so if you have a niche that you are passionate about, chances are there's someone else who also wants to learn that. And by becoming an online course creator and, you know, basically creating videos and doing coaching to explain that thing that you are passionate and good at, you can guide somebody to success and earn a substantial income. So I personally, as a course creator since 2021, have made over half a million dollars. So I just want to assure you that this is not bullshit. This is actually for real. If you have a knowledge of a skill set, whether that is how to fix cars, how to start a pressure washing business, how to start a blog, right? If you have fitness passions, if you are good at arts and crafts, if you are a DIYer of some sort, if you have some specialized skill set that people want to learn, starting an online course business is a major way to replace your income. That is the way that I was able to replace my income and like four or five exit, right? You'll see Skillshare, uh, websites like Udemy, websites like Coursera. There are lots of different marketplaces for you to create these online courses. It doesn't have to be that you have this big ass brand, that you have 50,000 followers. You can actually start on these marketplaces and sell courses for 20, 30, $40 a pop and make substantial amounts of money without having a huge platform. So. I just want you to consider that online courses are actually a very, very viable solution to replacing your nine to five paycheck. Okay. So that's number one on the list. Number two, TaskRabbit. Has anyone here used TaskRabbit? Let me know. I've used TaskRabbit for lots of shit in my house, whether that is hanging a TV, having somebody come and clean the gutters, having someone assemble some Ikea furniture that I'm like, I don't want to spend fucking three hours assembling this. I love TaskRabbit for the people who are handy, who are good with tools, who know how to fix things, okay? This could be boo, this could be your husband, this could be you. If you are a woman who knows how to wield a hammer and some uh, fucking power tools, shout out to you. Love that for you, okay? This is a great side hustle because it connects you with people who are looking for help with everyday tasks in your local area. 
And the best part is that you can choose which jobs you want to take on. And after choosing and being paired with your person, you can set your hourly rate. So depending on your skill set, like if you know how to do plumbing, you know how to do electrical work, you know how to do like substantial construction work or whatever, you have your own equipment, you can charge a lot of money. Okay. These blue collar jobs, these plumbers, electricians, these people will be making bank. Okay. And using TaskRabbit to do, you know, random errands for people. It's a major plug. Each job has a minimum requirement of an hour. So, you know, you're at least going to get paid for that hour and everything is done online. You get paid online, easy way to get your money. And I've seen people turn this, you know, handyman type situation into like a full-time business. So if you're handy, TaskRabbit might be an option. Okay. Number three, renting out a space on Airbnb. So I love Airbnb. I personally use it to rent out my condo in Puerto Rico and it has been a gold mine. Airbnb has paid for the property insurance, property taxes, renovations, all types of shit. It's incredible. But the thing about Airbnb is like you have to have a strategic location. It can't just be like you buy any property or, you know, you live anywhere and you can just make money. That's not the case. And it's absolutely seasonal. Absolutely depends on where you are located. But let's say that you have a spare room. Let's say that you have a unit that like a duplex or something, and you want to potentially use that as uh, you know, an Airbnb. Renting out a space can earn you thousands of dollars. I know people who will rent to a specific niche of people where it'll be like, maybe they're close to an airport. So they will cater to uh, you know, traveling nurses, traveling doctors or pilots or flight attendants. My boyfriend has used Airbnb to rent out his place because it's close to the beach. And he's been able to make thousands of dollars. During this past summer, it was like booked on booked on booked on booked. So it was great extra money and you're utilizing a space that you already have. Yes, it is a little terrifying to give up some of your space, your privacy to some random strangers on the internet, but Airbnb has liability protection, they have insurance, and you know, at the end of the day, there's always some level of risk that is required in order to make some money. So it's about just making sure that you're comfortable with whatever level of risk that you're taking on. All right, so the fourth thing on this list is becoming an online reseller. This is such an underrated side hustle, okay? I remember when I was a kid, my parents would actually do like garage sales with stuff that they would find that was thrown out by, you know, people in wealthier neighborhoods. They would like drive around and collect stuff and then do like yard sales and garage sales. And I didn't realize at the time, but like, that's a whole ass fucking side hustle. Flipping is a whole ass side hustle. And we actually had Tom at the frugal gay, um, on the podcast. And he was talking about how he has this whole like flipping business on eBay. He would buy stuff in bulk, wholesale, lots of things, and like literally replace his income with that in real estate and using the money from his eBay flipping business to buy properties. Fucking brilliant. Okay. My boyfriend actually also does this flipping stuff. So he goes on Facebook marketplace or Craigslist or offer up and finds cars and boats that then he fixes up, he polishes them up. Maybe he'll put like, you know, um, new wheels on them or he'll like 
paint the boat or just upgrade little cosmetic things and then flip them for a profit. And this is a real thing, y'all. Okay. Apparently, one of the most popular side hustles, especially between people the ages of 18 to 25, is reselling clothes, shoes, jewelry, and making a profit. So you can use sites like Poshmark, StockX, eBay, Craigslist, Facebook Marketplace. You can buy and sell things very quickly. I've been able to sell things in my moving process, dining tables, you know, bed sets, all types of shit. So if you have an eye for like being able to spot a good deal and knowing like where those profit margins are for things, online flipping is definitely a thing. Okay. All right. So I love that list. I think these are all very realistic ways to replace your income. So just to recap, online instruction or, you know, coaching, becoming a digital course creator, doing task rabbit, handyman tasks, uh, renting out a space on Airbnb and online flipping. Love all those methods of making money. Okay. So, uh, one of the questions that I wanted to pose to y'all before we get into the listener Q and a, so I was inspired by a conversation or a main stage idea talk by Simran core of girls that invest. She actually talked about how she asked her community to come up with a name. And so I want your help in this process. I want you guys to pick the name of our community here at Yo Quiero Dinero. And I want it to be something really cool. I did have some submissions via the Instagram stories. So if you have a really cool name for our community, you're actually going, and you, and I pick you, you're actually going to get access to my Black Friday deal for free. You're going to win access to both of my signature courses, and you're going to get three months of group coaching with me. I want to hear from you in the DMs. What should the name of our community be? And here were some ideas that were dropped. Generational changers, dineristas, ellas en control, dollar divas, uh, poderosas, millonarias. So those are some ideas. I'm still waiting for the one that's going to be like, mm, this is it. So if you have an idea for what we should call ourselves here at Yo Quiero Dinero as a community, drop me a DM. Okay. Now let's hop into this listener Q&A. Okay. So the first question that we're answering today is what do you suggest if you're on the cusp of making over the Roth income limit? This is good. Okay. So I've actually been uh, over the Roth income limit for several years. And so what I've been doing is doing a backdoor Roth conversion. So let me try to make this as simple as possible. It can be a little complex, but essentially what you want to do is you want to make sure that you don't have any money in the traditional IRA anywhere else. Okay. You're going to open a new traditional IRA, or you can use one that's at zero balance. You're going to contribute the max to it, and then you're going to convert it into a Roth. So that's a backdoor Roth conversion. That is something that you can do with Vanguard, Fidelity. I've done them with both of those brokerages because I've had accounts with both of them, but I'm sure there's, you know, a simple process to do it with others. And essentially you're just converting that traditional into a Roth. I don't know why they allow you to do this. I have no fucking idea, but it's actually a thing. And that's the way that you can contribute to a Roth IRA while being over the income limit. So investigate that backdoor Roth conversion and you'll be fine. Then you can just literally do that every year. And you just have to make sure that you don't have money in a traditional account when you're doing this, because it 
throws your taxes for a little bit of a loop. What do you do if you have an existing old Roth IRA? So you can actually take that traditional and convert it into a new Roth. You can have multiple Roth accounts, okay? So that's not like a thing that you can only have one. All right. Next, Munoz Yuli asked, I have $50,000 to invest. What do I do? Okay, so I want to preface this to say that obviously none of what we talk about here is professional advice. Um, this is all opinion and this is all just based on my own personal, uh, not even recommendation. This is kind of just like how I, I would operate, but you have to take into account your personal situation. You know, what does your whole financial picture look like before you're investing? I hope you have an emergency fund of at least three to six months. I hope that you have either paid off your debt or you have a plan to pay off your debt that you're going to stick to. If you are in both of those positions where you have a plan for your debt and you have an emergency fund, what I would do is split this money up into a couple different pools. I would do some for retirement. I would do some for just general investing. And I would use some of it to maybe buy some real estate or at least intend to buy some real estate. Let's say you want to split it $20,000 towards retirement account. So that could be IRAs. That could be uh, your 401k at work. That could be your own solo 401k if you have your own business. And then opening up a regular brokerage account where you can invest, but that money is not specifically earmarked for retirement, I think is good too. I don't like locking up all of my investments into just retirement accounts. Even though you do get good tax benefits from, you know, either doing tax deferred um, investing or tax sheltered investing. I think it's important to have money that's invested that you can pull in and out of the market, like whenever you want for whatever you need. So I would say maybe, you know, you do like 20,000 for retirement, 20,000 for non-retirement investing. And then maybe you put it aside like 10K for a future like down payment fund for real estate. That's probably what I would do. Okay. Next question. What advice to finding your root why that will keep you consistently going? So I'm going to take this question kind of like a couple different directions. So this could be whether you're, you know, starting a business or maybe you're working on a, like a long-term financial goal that's going to take some time. I think it's just important to remember like what is life going to look like after you have accomplished the thing that you said you're going to do? So if your goal is to start a business that can replace your nine to five income, you have to stay focused on why do you want the freedom that comes with having that business? What is it that you don't currently get in your life that you cannot accept this being your reality, right? Like for me, when I was thinking about, I want to start my own business. I want to get the hell out of corporate. I'm tired of this bullshit. My why was I don't want to have people telling me what I can do with my life, what I can do with my time, how much time off I can take, how much money I can make. I don't want any of that shit. I want to have all the choices. If I want to take six months off, I want to take six months off. If I want to go make $100,000 in a month, I want to go make $100,000 in a month. I don't want somebody having the ability to kind of limit my life. It just felt like, fuck that, I'm grown. I don't want some other adult telling me what I can do. And so that was my why. It was just like, no, I'm not going to accept that that is going to be my life. I'm not going to accept that I have to wait till I'm 65 to go and enjoy my life. Who knows if I'm even going to live that long? So finding out like 
what that thing is that's going to keep you going is about what am I losing or what am I giving up by staying here? What am I sacrificing by staying here? And what can I do to change shit? And it's even the same case when you're making financial goals, right? Like, let's say you want to pursue financial independence, but the idea of like cutting back and maybe downsizing your house or not spending as much money on vacations so that you can invest more money, pay off debt, save, you know, that's hard. That's not something that's going to be easily accomplished. That's not something that's going to happen overnight. But you have to remember, why do I want this freedom? I want to spend more time with my kids. I want to spend more time with my family. I want to be there when my parents get older and not have to worry about juggling work and juggling this and juggling that. I want to be able to just be there, right? I want to be able to help my parents and not have to worry about how I'm going to pay my bills. Those are the things that you need to focus on. It's never about the number in the account or how much money your business is making. It's about what are the choices that I get to make because of me making these decisions to start a business, to invest more money, to pay off my debt. What am I going to gain? I think that's how you stay focused. That's how you stay focused on the why. What do I have to gain from sacrificing now that I get to enjoy later? Some of that delayed gratification stuff can be toxic, but some of it can actually be very motivating. You know, if I, if I knew what I know now, 10 years ago, when I started my business, I probably would have even gone fucking harder because I could have gotten here faster. You know, so it's just like knowing that you actually have the potential to change your life at any given time. That's fucking powerful. But you have to move in that way so that you actually do start to make that progress that you want to make. Okay. Mata Key says, I don't like perpetuating the system with my hard-earned money in the stock market. I understand that. You know, capitalism is a motherfucker. It is the reason why so many of us are being exploited. This system is not set up for you to win. So knowing that, it's kind of like we have to make the decision. Are we going to be part of the change or are we going to continue to be part of the victim mentality, right? Because at the end of the day, we live in a capitalist society. I don't know if that's ever going to change. But knowing that we know that, you can either decide, I want to take back my power. I want to use the systems that are in place, not to exploit, but to reclaim what is rightfully mine. Because if you think about it, this entire country was founded and built on the backs of black and brown folks. So theoretically, all of this wealth that's floating around actually fucking belongs to you and it's your responsibility to reclaim it. When you see it like that, you start to understand, no, it's actually my responsibility to put myself in a position where I do have capital to invest in my community. I, it's actually my responsibility to get enough resources, assets to change the lineage of my family and my community. If I start a business, I can employ people of color. If I start a business, I can pay people of color a living wage. I can create policies that support the people that work for me whether that is paid parental leave, whether that is unlimited PTO, whether that is, you know, earning a living fucking wage, 
when you work for somebody else, you can't make those decisions for that corporation. You better hope that corporation gives a shit. But when you are the CEO, you can make those decisions. Okay. You can say the change starts from within and it starts here at this company right here, right now. We might operate in a capitalist system, but I don't have to be part of the exploitation of the capitalist system. I can be part of the change of that capitalist system. Okay. Because yes, we all need to make money. Money is the way that we create comfort and stability and security in our lives, but we don't have to do it in a way that's exploiting other groups of people. We can actually bring the people who have been marginalized and exploited into what we're building and change not just our lives, but the lives of those around us. Okay. That's, that's how I see it. You know, it's like, despite the fact that we do live in this fucked up society where there are those that have and that those that don't, we do have access to resources and tools that can give us a leg up in a way that previous generations did not have. And so knowing that you can hop on the internet and learn how to invest, learning how, what ESG investing is, if that's important to you, right? If you want to invest in companies that have environmental values, if you have, want to invest in a company that prioritizes social justice issues or that has diversity, equity, and inclusion as part of their business model, you can research all of that stuff. You can decide what companies you want to support with your dollars. And something as simple as like where you bank is an important thing. If you hold your money at major banks that use the money that's in your bank accounts, oil pipelines or deforestation or, you know, human fucking trafficking or whatever, you're contributing to that problem by having your money in those banks. So do some research into banks that are not into that type of business model. Look at credit unions. You know, there's a lot of different ways to be what is called a wallet activist, but it starts with you deciding, I'm going to do my research and I'm going to see how I can align my values with my dollars. And that's my rant for the day. <laughs> okay. Hola, Lucia Diaz. Hey, girl, I see you on Instagram. Okay. So she asked, what is the most important lesson you have learned from achieving fire? The most important lesson that I've learned from achieving fire is that it's actually easier than people think. When people first find out about the financial independence movement, they get freaked the fuck out as soon as they calculate their fire number. So if you haven't calculated your fire number, it is your annual expenses times 25. So let's say you spend $40,000 a year to cover all of your basic needs, your housing, food, transportation. Okay. Your fire number is a million dollars. If you do that math, when you see that number, you're just like, well, how the fuck am I ever going to get to a million dollars in investments? That's crazy. It's insane. I don't understand. Forget it. I'm not even going to bother. Right. And that's the same exact reaction that I had. I was like, okay, that's great. There's no fucking way I'm going to save and invest a million dollars. Let me just move on and keep working this fucking job that I hate and pretend like I never heard this. But there are so many different ways to achieve financial independence that people need to open their minds up to the possibility that it is actually closer than you think, okay? And I talk about this in extensive detail in my upcoming book. I have a whole last chapter about financial independence because one of the pushbacks that I got from the publisher when I was initially pitching this book and, and specifically that topic was like, well, 
is financial independence for everybody? Like, can everybody achieve this? And initially, I wanted to say, no, I don't think so. But when I really started digging down into the movement, there are so many different versions of financial independence that I honestly do believe that most of us, if not all of us, can achieve some version. Let's say, for example, if you haven't heard of Barista Fire, Barista Fire is basically a version of financial independence that allows you to work a lower paying job part time because you've saved up and invested some amount of money or you've created some passive income streams that can replace maybe not all of your income, but maybe half of it. Right. So if you knew that you were getting, I don't know, $2,500 a month in passive income because you have created various sources for that. Maybe you only need to work a job that pays you $2,500 a month and you can do that part-time. So when you can work part-time, you have essentially bought back half of your days, right? And you can begin to enjoy a semi-retired lifestyle. You can maybe work seasonally and where you like stack up a bunch of money and then you take six months off. That's a real thing, right? But it starts with opening up your mind to what those options are for you. I pursued cash flow financial independence, which is something that not a lot of people talk about even to this day. Like when I was doing my research for the book, I had a very hard time finding a lot of information about cash flow financial independence and what the fuck that even is. And basically, it's finding a way to create various sources of income to replace your monthly expenses. So I've done that in several different ways. One was through blogging. Right. So I've created a food blog that over the past 10 years now, I've been growing to a place where now it earns $100,000 or more per year in ad revenue. And this is just from search traffic. That money gets deposited into my account every month and it covers my paycheck. That literally is how I pay myself through my business. I get the deposit of the ad income, I run payroll. I get my $10,000 for the month and that's how I pay my personal expenses, right? So I was able to create a passive income stream with that blog that replaced my income, AKA I became financially independent through cash flow financial independence, right? So that's the most important lesson I think that there is, is that there are so many versions. There is lean fire, there's fat fire, there's traditional fire, there's barista fire, there's fire with geo arbitrage where you decide I'm going to reduce my cost of living by living somewhere else that is cheaper. And this is why you hear about folks moving to like places like Portugal or Costa Rica or Guatemala, because you can live for on a lot less. And if you can show that you have different income streams that can pay your bills, um, you know, in these various places, they have like visas that you can use to like live off of passive income, blah, blah, whole other story. But there are ways to incorporate financial independence principles into your life today. And I'll be talking a lot more about that in the book. Okay. So my last question for today is from the one in Spanglish. I actually just had a coaching call with her this past week and that was fun. Okay. So how do you manage your calendar? All the things plus a partner. So good, y'all. So good. Um, so I will say like 2023 has been the year of less for me in the sense of like, I'm just not working as much because I don't fucking want to. 
<laughs> and, you know, obviously I'm in a very privileged position to be able to say that, but I also have to remind myself, girl, you work 10 years to get to a place where you have those options to say yes and no. Okay. And I am able to do quote unquote, all the things because I don't do all the things I do the things that I want to do. And I say no to the shit I don't want to do. And that is a waste of my time. And that has given me the space to also foster a beautiful relationship this year. And so I think that's the key. It's really, especially if you're an entrepreneur, my best advice is like, figure out how to make money, a lot of it, and get really good at that shit and just do that. Don't do all the things. Do the one thing that's going to make you a fuck ton of money so that you can actually go and still have time to live your life. I think it's also important, you know, to be intentional about your time. It's very easy when you have a business that does not have traditional hours to just work 24 seven. Okay. And I've been guilty of that for many, many years, having no work-life balance. But at this point, I don't have to run my business that way. And I will not run my business that way because Janice is still a human that has a personal life and a family and just desires that have nothing to do with being on the internet or making money or doing all, any of that shit. I still have a life I need to live. And so if I am struggling with boundaries, it's because I'm not doing a good fucking job of uh, enforcing them, right? Because nobody else is going to do that shit for you. So I think that's it. It's really getting really good at making money. If you're an entrepreneur, do one or two things that make you a lot of money, figure out what those things are and keep doing them and uh, have some boundaries. I'm also very, very uh, intentional when it comes to like blocking days off on my calendar where I will not work like Mondays and Fridays, not working. If somebody wants to meet with me, they got to meet with me Tuesday through Thursday, 11 to four. Cause I don't even fucking start working before 11 o'clock. Cause I'm not a morning person. Okay. <laughs> it's just like, you got to get real clear about the boundaries. Let's see what you're saying here. Healthy Reagan says, love that. Sometimes I get so sucked in on things that I think I need to do. There's always some shit to do too. That's another lesson that I've learned. There's always some shit that needs to be done. Does it need to happen right now? No, it doesn't probably, you know? So I've also accepted the fact that like, there will always be things that need to be done, but I will do them a, when I am feeling great and rested and balanced and um, my best ideas come when I'm actually like well-rested, not when I'm fucking burnt out and exhausted and giving too much to too many people. And my partner knows this about me that I get overwhelmed when too many people need me at the same time. So if, you know, I have a business obligation, do not be trying to request my energy right now, sir, because I don't have it for you. Or if I am, you know, in personal life mode, I'm not taking business meetings, remove that shit from my calendar, leave me alone. I'm on vacation. You know, you got to be like that. You got to be kind of ruthless with your schedule. And, uh, and yeah, it shit works itself out though. I feel like you, you figure out at some point you're either going to figure it out or you're going to have a fucking mental breakdown and then you're going to be forced to figure it out. So either way <laughs> you won't figure it out. <laughs> so that was fun. I appreciate y'all for all your questions. Thanks for hanging out y'all. I appreciate you. And again, make sure that if you want first 
dibs access on our amazing Black Friday sale where you are going to be able to get free three months of coaching as a bonus with me. Um, make sure you go to yoquerodineropodcast.com slash Friday to get on that VIP subscribers list. I love you all. I hope you have a great week. And until uh, next time, stay poderosa. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Thanks for listening to today's episode. If you are ready to take your dinero to the next level, sign up for our free 14-page guide, The Financially Lit Latina the ultimate blueprint for becoming poderosa with your dinero. This 14-page guide includes our best tips on money mindset, budgeting, debt repayment, career, investing, financial independence, side hustles, and more. And you can get it completely free. So to get your copy of the Financially Lit Latina, just head over to yoquierodineropodcast.com slash start. That's yoquierodineropodcast.com slash start and start transforming your dinero story today. Until next time, stay empowered, stay inspired, and stay poderosa. On the Yo Quiero Dinero podcast and associated entities, all information provided is for general information purposes only and does not constitute accounting, legal tax, or other professional advice. Listeners should not act upon the content or information found here without first seeking appropriate advice from an accountant, financial planner, lawyer, or other professional. We assume no responsibility for information contained on this podcast and associated entities and disclaim all liability with respect to such information, including but not limited to any liability for errors, inaccuracies, omissions, or misleading or defamatory statements. Usage of this podcast and associated contents constitutes an explicit understanding and acceptance of the terms of this disclaimer.